Hey everybody, welcome to episode 12 of the Mr. Groob podcast. Uh, uh, today's guest is Brandon Rothstein. Uh, I met Brandon uh, when the super scary plague came about and uh, we had a super secret jujitsu uh, meetup, I guess, in a little dark hole in Savannah. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. I was just telling Brandon there a second ago, I don't really think I've had anybody else on that I know so little about so it should be good to talk to I just know that uh he obviously didn't buy the virus scam at start uh I don't know how he feels about it now but uh he was down to do some jujitsu during it so uh, uh, I thought he'd be cool to talk to so uh yeah Brandon uh appreciate you coming on dude um tell us a little bit about yourself I guess yeah, absolutely, man. Um, so, yeah, I mean, in regards to the whole virus thing, I mean, I I definitely think it's it's a real virus, but I just, like anything else, like, I, I respect it. I just, well, not really scared of it and all. I mean, I, I'm scared, yeah, I don't want to get it, of course, but, like, just kind of, like, can't live in fear about it kind of thing. And when you came to train, um, that was awesome. I think we trained once at one other secret spot, and then, I got mats in my garage and during the whole time um, and still, I mean, I still have people over, but things are sort of going back to normal now, but yeah, I, um, the whole time I was having people come train almost daily um, yeah. because a lot of people kind of had the same feeling as, as us. And uh, I think like people were, people still are and were really stressed and, you know, training is like a big outlet for a lot of people. And, already like with everything going on in society to not be able to train too I think was like a lot and I, I just wanted to make a safe spot for people to train you know and um I mean I yeah I'm I I think it's real but it's just like I can't like I can't live like in fear like the rest of my life I think if something's gonna happen you just have to like let it kind of take its course you know I mean if people were dropping like flies I would definitely probably change my tune, but that's just like not the case, you know? Oh yeah, man. Um, yeah. 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 So, uh, you know, setting up secret jujitsu clubs, what, what do you do for, for life? Well, I mean, um, I feel like that really is me. You know, people always say like, you know, like, tell, like, tell me about yourself, you know, like the conversations are, what do you do for a living? You know, I've, I've done a few different things, but, um, I mean, I think uh, training is like, and jujitsu and all that is is really like kind of it's become s sort of who I am. It's one of the top things I care about, along with yeah. you know some other hobbies I have and just friends, family. Um, yeah, man. So, I mean, I don't know. You want me to like talk about like kind of how I got started with jujitsu or? Uh, well, or I mean. It doesn't matter, man. I was just honestly, I was just about to ask you who who you train with right now. Like, I mean, who when things are normal, um, who you train with right now? I don't even yeah. know. Honestly, don't. I mean, I feel like they say you're a purple belt, but I've felt your abilities, and it feels a little slightly bit better than that for sure. So, oh, thank uh, you, man. That that means a lot to me. Yeah, I um, so I train under um Michael Sergi, who's under uh, Pedipano, um. He has a gym here in Savannah. Um, that's who I train under now. When I first got started, um, I trained at American Top Team, the, the main one. I was just fortunate enough to live, like, right down the street. 
um, when I was in college. Um, I actually had a friend, I'll give him a shout out, Jason Kelly, who um, he's a, he was like the head wrestling coach there for a long time. And he still does a lot of instructing. Um, he's just an awesome guy. And he would, you know, he would say like, you should, you should come train. And um, when I first, when I was growing up, like my old man introduced me to, to just um, traditional boxing um, and, you know, weightlifting and just being in shape and whatnot. And I knew very little bit about um, like mar traditional martial arts or grappling. I knew nothing, obviously, like everyone else when you, yeah. know, you first, you know, you don't come in the world knowing anything. But um, and he would invite me to come train. And I, and I always thought he meant like, you know, like working out when he would say like, yeah, you should come train, you know? And I was like, I already like train. I like, you know, work out. I was an athlete in college. And, um, and then, uh, actually because I was interested in martial arts, I was actually training at a small, really small MMA gym ran by a guy named John Riddle, who's a purple belt in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. And we would do, um, a little bit of grappling, but, uh, mostly like striking and self-defense stuff. And mm -hmm. I was just really interested in, um, like, I, I, I was interested in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I knew what it was from watching, like, MMA, and I wanted to go somewhere where people were, you know, really good at it. And yeah. um, the more I, like, learned about what it was, I realized Jason was – Jason Kelly was inviting me to go train, like, that, you know, at, at an actual real gym, you know? Yeah. And um, I lived right around the corner from Top Team. So one day Absolutely. I just went and, and I called him. I was like, yeah, man, I, I was like, I thought it was this big deal. I was like really nervous. I was like, yeah, I want to train. I want to try. And he would just be like, yeah, man, just, just go, you know, like, and I would ask him all these <laughs> questions, kind of like people do that to me now. And I, I now I kind of get it. Um, yeah. People are nervous and they're, they have all these like expectations and, and whatever. And so I just went in and, uh, you know, the, they basically gave me a gi and I uh, took like my first class and just got just the shit kicked out of me and I was like oh my god like you did gi jiu-jitsu first well no because I, I mean the first so I had done some no gi but it wasn't like call I, I didn't have like a name you know it was like we were just kind of yeah. grappling you know and I learned like what a key lock was and I learned what a kimura was and what a rear naked choke was and we would screw around and I, I knew kind of knew how to sprawl but like it was so untechnical, you know? Yeah. And, um, but yeah, so my first like real like class class was, yeah. And again, and got, got this shit kicked out of me. Um, <laughs> even with that, like some, some knowledge, you know? And, um, I was like, like everyone else, you know, oh, I was hooked, you know, like everyone says. And, um, yeah, yeah man, it was, it's, um, from then on, I just like, you know, I just, uh, I started going every day. I was, I was, um, really like just, I love like really technical things. Um, so like anything that's, you know, like you really need to know the details about, I, I always like, like got really interested in things like that. Um, hmm. and I realized really soon that that's what it was, you know, um, when they're, you know, when coaches are showing techniques and they're like, putting such emphasis on these little details and how yeah. if your weight is like one way too much or your hand is posted the wrong ways or whatever, it's just like yeah. the whole thing goes to shit. And it was like so fascinating to me. So that's hmm. really, yeah, it's like kind of how I got started. And actually to kind of like bring it all together, 
Um, I, so like, I think people train for, some people train, you know, like hobby, some people really competition, some people want to fight. Um, some people to self-defense for me, it was, it is still the self-defense aspect. And I mean, I train at a very competition orientated school. Um, but I think like it all, it all like kind of intersects. I don't really think it matters. I, I feel like jujitsu is jujitsu. There's obviously like differences, but, um, when I, uh, when I was younger, I was even interested in like in, in self-defense stuff and I would watch, you know, like YouTube videos and, and all that kind of stuff. And I, um, I actually was very into firearms and firearms training and I used to shoot, um, like competitively oh, and how it all kind of like connects is that, um, like, uh, there's something called United States, uh, USPSA or IDPA, which is like these venues where you can go and shoot, um, in a very safe setting where you're shooting on the move, shooting at multiple targets, it's timed and scored. And it's yeah. very technical, um, the learning process. And, um, it's a way for people to get, you know, it's, it's, to me, it's almost the equivalent of like competition jujitsu is like, you know, there's like very controlled, um, setting that's safe with rule sets on a mat. And, you know, people are like, you know, there's always jokes about like, that'll get you killed in the streets type of thing. And that yeah. same joke translates to like the firearms training community. And, uh, but that's for right. me, it's like that, that competition style shooting. And I did it for, for years is like, um, it's, there's very strict rules and it's like very controlled, but in my opinion, and a lot of people share this opinion is that those technical skill sets will translate under stress the same as like, it, like jujitsu, you know, you're learning in this on a mat in a controlled environment yeah. so on and so forth. But you see that those skill sets, and I mean, MMA is a perfect example. We don't have a MMA version of firearms where you can go and, you know, like, test yourself in a gunfight with someone that's just completely yeah. realistic. Although now <laughs> yeah. they have these simunition trainings, but, um, and you see people that are doing that training, you know, you're doing jujitsu in that controlled setting on a mat day in, day out, and then able to implement that against, you know, a resisting person that also knows jujitsu. Um, and that's kind of like, uh, the connection that I make. And, um, I think that sort of has a lot to do with why I got so obsessed with it. It's cause I already, I, I had this like, basically an obsession with um, getting really um, proficient with firearms and um, the technical aspects of it. And I kind of related it to, to um, jujitsu and learning that. And, uh, and I think that and a big thing for me was like, I, I consider myself a pretty reasonable person and like using a firearm for self-defense is like a very, it should be a very, in your mind, a very, rare thing and a like last ditch like things have went horrible if you have to do that and yeah. for me I always thought like you know somebody grabbing you or somebody trying to punch you was way more likely and that and I shifted my my focus really um towards just like a lot of um you know striking and grappling basically because I was like it's just way more realistic, you know, like yeah. what, what's more likely to happen. You're not going to be like out there, like John Wayne, you know, you're going to, someone's going to, you know, sucker punch you or try to grab you and take you down. So. Yeah. Um, then you hear the, uh, that Anthony Smith's like latest big story. 
Yeah. And you're like, you're like, uh, wait a minute. Why am I even training? Because that guy, (laughs) that guy's sitting there saying that was difficult against a little guy for him. And he's one of the baddest men on the planet. So (laughs) definitely like stress. I mean, that's the thing, too, is like that's like I think mindset and stress and all that has a lot to do with like those kind of. And I mean, the, the guy was in his house. You know, we're, that's supposed to be your safe place. I mean, the guy, think about, like, from that guy's perspective, the guy fights. He's one of the toughest. I mean, I think his last loss, he's just getting mauled by by uh, Glover, and they're just talking, you know, like, yeah, yeah. in it. And you take a guy like that, and he gets attacked by some scrub, and he, he's saying it was difficult. And, I mean, yeah. you got to think about <laughs> it. That guy is training and fighting at the, like, at the highest level so that high level he switched on when he's at home he switched off you know he's yeah. like trying to relax recover and something yeah. like that happens so i mean it kind of makes sense that he was like that was that was crazy but yeah it, it, it that conversation could go either way like i'm so good at jujitsu or not so good not me i'm saying hypothetical person like i'm so good at jiu-jitsu <laughs> i train all the time and then somebody just pulls a gun out you know and if they're not I mean, there is gun defenses in, like, the self-defense curriculum, but, like, that person needs to be close to you, right? If they're, yeah. you know, far far away or further than, uh, you know, the like, being able to achieve the clinch, like, you know, you're fucked. You know, you can't right. defend against the bullet, you know? So, yeah, um, yeah man. Yeah, that's... Uh... I don't know what just made me think of this. Well, I do, but you know, do you know Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Green, uh, Jimmy Green? Uh, anyway, he's a uh, Gracie Savannah guy. Brown oh, Grim. Oh no, I'm thinking of Jimmy Grim. Grim? No. Nah, Jimmy know. Green. He's a black guy. He's from like like Liberia. He's like, well, he's basically American. He's a good dude. Anyway, he always taught. He always taught the kids. And uh, I always listen to him explain to them, like, that in jiu-jitsu, like, you give your opponent a chance to, like, chill out and take it back before you really hurt them. And, uh, you know, I always just thought about that being one of the unique things about jiu-jitsu. Like, if I ever see some somebody who's untrained beating somebody else up, I'm like, you know, I always think oh, that's just unnecessary because there's ways to control that person. and let them know that you're going to break them in half if they, you know, continue whatever behavior led to that spot. But yeah, I don't know what I just, just thinking about, uh, you know, what jujitsu is for. I, I always think about stuff like that. Like, yeah, I no, think it's, it's unique in that way. Yeah, man, that's but, like, I think the, the crux of like the whole, why it's so effective and like the whole conversation now with, with uh, law enforcement and like being able to, being able to control a person without, I mean, to me, the best jujitsu, like the less I have to, I mean, we, you know, you, I'm sure I know you do it because you're, you've been training a while now. Like we smash each other on the mat. Yeah. Right? Like we, we go hard on each other, but the beauty is like, really like the lighter you can go and still control a person. To me, that's like the, the, the tipping like the the tip of the spear of jiu-jitsu is like if you could be like really gentle um and still completely control the person um yeah and i mean that's why like it's just crazy to me that that law enforcement um you know aren't there's so many people that aren't but there's there's a 
ton of credit to the guys who are. I mean, we have a, co- uh, a handful of uh, law enforcement and military guys, but it's like your job is to potentially put your hands on somebody and control them. And you're a public servant and, you know, it's to not hurt them, you know, yeah. like, like you're, it, it, it literally sounds like jujitsu. Right. But they don't, yeah. but it's not, you know, mandatory or a lot of guys don't do it. And they're like, well, we don't get paid to do this. Like you should be doing that on your own time. Like, honestly, I mean, they should be paid yeah. for it, but if they not, should be paid for it. And they should be, they should obsess like yes. people like you and me, you know, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. your job. You're meant to be good at that. Like if you yeah. could turn it, turn, you know, your, your success rate of controlling people and, you know, it, and the other thing is, is that, you know, when we're deep stuck in a choke and that, you know, said, you know, especially when maybe you've never been tapped by a certain person and then they get you like real, real close and you just want to fight out of that. Like that's a high pressure situation that you feel. And if the more cops that feel that on a regular basis, the more likely they are to just talk their way out of these situations where instead they're escalating a lot of stuff. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Again, it's like, they're, you know, the job, like they're a public servant. The goal is to not hurt people. You might be some old person or someone's mom or like, like, right. So there's ways in with jujitsu that you can, you know, take somebody down and control them without even smashing them, especially if they don't know anything. Right. Yeah. Um, and like the fact that they're not doing it, like that they're not doing it. It's, it's really like, um, it's really like sad really. And, uh, I think like I mean this conversation probably is happening like in on other podcasts like For crazy. Sure it is. We're probably yeah, just, we're probably just repeating what a lot of people said. But something else that comes to mind is like when you spend a lot of time like training, um, you're you get your butt kicked. Like you could be really good, like whatever. I get smashed all the time. You know, yeah. I, like people tell me, Oh, you're you're good. I'm like, dude, I get smashed like all the time. And I think that <laughs> like getting getting crushed on the mat and and is um and just the amount of time like these these few things all lead to to the point i'm trying to make is like getting your butt kicked spending time on the mat with all these different people people of different races different religions different um economic status different social status and the thing about jujitsu is because you know they feel like the gentle art but like we're choking each other and taking like each other's <laughs> limbs to like a point of about to break yeah. So I think what happens in that setting is like you have to be really nice to each other because what you're doing is potentially so violent that it would be really weird if you weren't like in a friendly. And I think that's why people are so friendly is because like you got to be cool because what we're doing is like really like aggressive, really, to be honest. I mean, even if you're. Well, you trust too. You got to trust people, which is a huge issue in this world. You can't trust people, but if you go to jujitsu, you you can almost die and it just be always and almost yeah absolutely and i think that's another thing that like help like i know the cops that i know that that do jujitsu i mean i know a couple like white belt cops so they might not fall into this category yet but like the guys who i know i also know like there's some cops down at uh top team that are brown belts black belts purple belts whatever and they're like i know i mean i haven't like went on a ride along with them but i know how they act they're like probably super cool super chill we have and i know some here too that um i think it changes the way you interact with people like yeah again we're probably just repeating what other people have said but like the confidence that you have you're not so like on edge i think like 
with like physical physical confrontation like when you're on the mat that's happening every day so like if somebody is escalated and aggressive you're like you're like all right if it goes there uh, you know like i've been there before so the way you yeah. approach them and talk to them is probably a lot different than somebody who really wants to avoid that at all costs and is is really honestly scared of that not that people who train aren't i mean i'm i don't i don't want to get into fights on the no. concrete with people but i think when you're like you're like you know what if it goes that way all right that changes the way you act and i think like i mean i used to work in behavioral health and i actually may be working in behavioral health again here real soon is like when you deal with escalated people and you um and you meet them with like escalation it's like it's like a multiplying factor right oh, yeah. when you when you deal with someone who's escalated and you're like really calm it usually brings them down a notch usually hopefully yeah and um i think a lot of that like comes from if you're confident and like calm which you can't really fake i mean you can but i think there's like an unspoken thing that people pick up on and um if you're calm like it just changes things a lot so yeah i mean it's just um i like that's honestly another reason why i was getting people to train during like the quarantine thing is like um not just co- i mean i had cops in and out of the garage too but like just regular yeah. people like keeping people calm man like like the world we're in a kind of a weird time right now you know like jiu oh, yeah. helps people you know it's like yeah i, I can know. speak for myself on that uh, that's for sure like it it just eases the tension of the world you know to do something especially like jujitsu um it is funny you had that when i came to your garage uh, it was pretty early on and when things were starting like to get you know law enforcement was starting to have to go shut things down and you know do really weird things that we never thought would happen and uh that cop knocked on the door. I forget his name. Now, oh yeah. I just thought that is when when you opened the door, the first thing I saw was him in uniform. I'm like, that is hilarious. <laughs> just for yeah, like five funny. seconds, I was like, what? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, no, is this really no. happening? It's funny because your brain, like, even I know him. I rolled with him so many times. Whatever. It's like there was like a split moment where when I opened the door, like before I looked at his face and like my brain, <laughs> my brain computed, this is my friend. Like I was like, there was like this split moment where I was like, no fucking way. And then like, as the no fucking way was being said in the back of my head, wait, we could curse on here. Right? It doesn't matter. Uh, it's like, he's like, uh, I'm That's like, funny. I see his face yeah. and I'm like, yeah, like whatever. But yeah. And it's funny because a lot of cops are like, there's so many cops that are like on the low are like, I would never, you know, tell somebody to wear a mask or yeah. I would never enforce some of these things, you know, cause I think a lot of cops are really like, they, they're, they're more about freedom. Like, cause it's, I know freedom. a lot and I don't know a single one who isn't that way. So yeah, just put it that I way. Think, I think like there's this like thing where like, Law enforcement is sort of synonymous with, like, patriotism. And there's some really, like, hardo, weird dudes who are, like, in Blue Line America. And then they cross into this weird, like, bureaucratic, like, boot on your neck. Yeah. But I think most yeah. of the time it's dudes who are, like, really, like, 
about freedom and like personal liberty and they they get into the job because they really like they want to be like helpful in their community and um and like they're those those views align a lot with like i'm also not going to oppress people and um yeah like dude you know this brings me to like so i've been i mean we're like kind of all over i feel like am i i don't want to talk too much am i talking too dude, much? dude you're good you're good okay, man. So, don't worry about nothing there's nothing, so, nothing no expectations here <laughs> all right so it's actually something i've been like really thinking about like the whole mask thing right and like I really gave it a lot of thought like the other day as to why it bothers people so much. Like, let's just talk about the side of like, I'm not wearing a mask. Like those people, right. I I have this like kind of theory that's like, when you, when, when somebody tells somebody to wear a mask, right. Like when you tell someone to do something, it implies that if you don't do it, there's going to be some sort of consequence, right? So like at a private establishment, that's fine. They could tell you, you have to wear like a purple trench coat or else you can't shop there. That's, that's their business. Right. right. But like what I'm seeing happen a lot in these like viral videos and this conversation that people get mad online and stuff is like, you have people, just regular people, they don't work for any establishment, like telling people that, they're not recommending. They're like, because a recommendation doesn't have any implications. Just like, hey, man, you should you should do this. Like, I, I think it would help, right? That's way different than someone being like, you're you're fucking killing people. You need to put a mask on. And <laughs> put a and and then saying like, put a fucking mask on, right? Because when people do that, it implies that if you don't, they're gonna do something about it. And then it puts people on this really defensive thing, like, well, what do you like? What are you gonna do about it? Type thing. And like, personally, I don't ever tell anyone to do anything with their body, like anywhere, any type of garment or face like ever forget about COVID. Just like, let's just talk about this from like a, like outside looking in. And the reason why I don't is because I wouldn't, if they didn't do it, I wouldn't do anything about it. Right. 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 I would never oppose my will on somebody like that. Um, so I think that's like a big reason why, you know, people are like, people make it political and all this different stuff. And I think it's more just like, you're like, people are imposing, trying to impose their, their will on people, you know? And I, I just think it's, it's crazy, yeah. especially like in settings where it doesn't really matter. Like you're at the beach or you're, you're clear. Like I, I already social distance, man. I, unless you're my, like, someone I train with my dear friend, like, like I'm not gonna, I don't get like close to people. You know, I usually like, usually like from self-defense, like training and all that. It's like, if somebody's like within arm's reach of me and I don't know them, like, I don't know what their intentions are. They might be trying to, yeah. they might try to hit me. You know? <laughs> yeah. so it's like, I already try to keep my distance from people. And I just think it's, there's a lot of like unreasonable stuff going on. And I think, why do you think, people, uh, do, why do you think people are aligned on such different sides? Uh, well, I, that's the other thing. People like love to align, right? It's like yeah. I'm not like from what I've said so far. It might sound like I'm like I'm on no mask team. I don't give a fuck, dude. If people want to wear a mask, I I am so I want people to do what makes them comfortable, right? Like yeah, that's it. 
And then people will say, like, there's an argument that could be made, like, well, if people want to wear a mask and you're not, you're making them on, well, then keep your distance, right? Like, stay away from those people. Like, they're not, I'm sure they're not coming and talking in your face and getting all up on you. And if they are, that's fucking weird. Yeah, I haven't seen a video yet where it's somebody maskless going up to a masked person and asking for the abuse it doesn't really work like that yeah so i think it's i think it's sort of like uh we're seeing like i think it's just pure polarization like we've gotten to this point where it's like if you there's almost like this weird thing where like if you don't wear a mask you're like a conservative or you support trump which to me is like (laughs) are we it's like we're like two-year-olds like we've literally dumbed it down that much you know yeah which is and i really think that's what it is i think it's like um it's people trying to trying to like flex their views even the even the non-mass people like i see people that are like it's almost like a vibe like i went to the grocery store and seen guys that are like wearing like a some like I don't know like a Make America Great Again hat or that's a bad example like they're just they got this sort of look like yeah I'm not wearing a mask and I'm gonna like flex it and I'm like I'm not wearing a mask either but <laughs> like, I don't I'm not flexing yeah. it you know like how how do you flex not just sorry I'm curious now you how do you flex not wearing a mask just like, I don't know dude I think it's I, just this maybe I'm completely wrong I might be completely I don't know. up in my head but may, it's like, maybe I'm just being sensitive because to be perfectly honest I don't wear a mask I have like no, 400 dude. reasons for it and I but yeah. I'm not like I don't go around trying to you know tell anybody else that they're wrong or right I'm just minding my own business I Absolutely. cherish the moment that some poor soul decides that I'm their guy today to go yeah. after. But, yeah. like, otherwise, I, I'm a mind-your-own-business kind of guy. Uh, but too, I was dude. just I, I was just wondering, like, <laughs> how, do you, how do you flex not having a mask? Because I might fall into that category. I don't know how it's done. but I'm going to be honest, dude. <laughs> I'm, if anything, I fall into that category, too. If anything. But, so like, I'll give you, like, a such a funny – I was, like, in Publix, and they have, like, a right way and wrong way to walk down the aisles. I'm walking down the right way, and there's two guys that are also walking down the right way, and none of us are wearing masks. And uh, we're all, like, distant, like, away from each other, you know? And this lady, dude, this is, you cannot make this up in a million years. This lady walks down the aisle the wrong way and goes, no no masks, and walks by. And none of us us engaged her because, like, my opinion is, like, if she was to say something to me, I don't know how it would have played out, but she was exercising her right to like talk, right? She wasn't yeah. engaging me. She was just like saying something out loud. It's like, <laughs> whatever. Okay. Like, sh- like whatever. So no- none of us said anything. I didn't even make eye contact with the other guys. We were all like literally minding our own business. And um, I, my first thought was like, you're walking down the wrong aisle. You want me to like, where's, you want me to be like, Hey, where's your hall pass? You're walking the wrong way. Like <laughs> you're telling me no mask, but Hey, you're walking the wrong way. So like, yeah. it's like, it's like this cat and mouse weird thing going on in society. And the other thing is like, if you're so worried about like, like interaction, social interaction, why are you even fucking saying anything? Like you should be avoiding, uh, not confrontation even, but just always looking for the confrontation. That's how you know they're just, it's like a mini tyrant syndrome. They just looking for opportunity to be on the high, you know, side of things and just come at somebody for being in the wrong. 
bro but here's the here's the kicker ready then i'm out in the parking lot this is like where you can't make this shit up and i see the lady and i see this other lady approaching her like they look like you know like pta moms whatever for shout out to all the pta moms i'm not making fun of pta moms but so like they're like uh the this other lady that's approaching her she goes karen so good to see you and i'm like oh my god she's literally a no way yeah, yeah. And I no just, way. I just, that like, is glorious. Looked, I looked up at the sky <laughs> and I just like smiled and I was like, dude, you just cannot, you just can't make this shit up. It's just beautiful. That is but, uh, yeah, funny. It was, it was fucking scary. Because honestly, dude, like, if she would have, well, if she would have engaged me, I probably would have called her Karen, like the asshole that I am. And she would have been like, how do you know my name? <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny? I always wonder, like I always say, I can't wait for somebody to address me. And people always, people who know, you know, I'm like somebody who's going to just destroy someone verbally for attacking me in some way. But the truth is, I have no idea, like, how I would respond. Like, it really would depend on my actual mood at that moment. Like, it's I don't know how. Yeah. I don't think I have a set way that I that I that I would think to respond. But uh, I, while we're on funny things, I I would like to take a moment to uh, call out my family who would no way listen to thirty minutes of me talking. So there's no way they would even be at this point in the podcast. Uh, but <laughs> they just just the, 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 in context, think about this. My stepdad, who uh, is a He's a doctor, a general doctor. He works in the hospital. Uh, he deals with, you know, vir- coronavirus, whatever, patients all the time. Uh, my wife, you know, same thing. She's a nurse. She deals with them all the time. They've been coming in and out of this house that we're all li- uh, living in here in, on the land where I'm trying to live and do this farming stuff. But uh, they... They've been coming in and out and for all these months, and uh, we've got a 78-year-old papa who's decent health, is very active. He keeps me going to the store every day, basically, for this whole thing. Well, the other day, my brother comes home, and he's like, a couple of my friends are getting tested for the coronavirus. So that night, that led to... My papa sitting back and way in the corner in his room and not coming out, like wouldn't hug my kids, had a mask on the whole time. Anybody who went in there had to like not sit near him. My brother was wearing a mask the whole time. And I'm like, okay, here we go. This is ridiculous. But I guess that, you know, fair play. They want to do whatever they want to do. That's fine. It seems kind of kind of depressing, but they can do their thing. So I'm sitting thinking this is going to be really funny to watch them do this for weeks. Well, the next day, my papa's like, I'm feeling pretty good today. And we're sitting around having dinner last night. No one said a thing, nothing, no masks, no nothing. Everybody around the same table, no acknowledgement that just the last night we were all in pandemic quarantine is the whole world coming down we're waiting on test results <laughs> just like well yeah. is this going on it's, in homes across the country yeah. like it's the inconsistency it's the the inconsistency uh, is probably what bothers you as well like the inconsistency, oh, it bothers me as well because the whole like eight day window thing and it's like it's <sighs> so it's so to me it's impossible like i believe in like, like i'm not a fucking 
I'm not the I'm not super book smart, but like you think of like a scientific experiment, right? There there has to be super controlled uh, elements, right? And when you're trying to like, in my opinion, it's either like I don't want to be all or nothing, but it's either it's either you do the you either follow this shit like completely to a T all the time, which to me is just completely unrealistic, or you or you don't. And like yeah. like um you know like choosing when you want to you know wear a mask. It's like how many people like are just like fuck. I, I just pull up to the grocery store and I just forgot my mask. Like fuck, let me just run into now. It's like, what are you like? First off, they don't even really do. But the whole, it, it's yeah, the inconsistency of it all is just it's, it's so just, bizarre. It's so the in, bizarre. The man. inconsistency of people's actions, but also the inconsistency of the recommendations that they're that those people are taking, and it's like, well you've been given multiple recommendations that contradict each other and now you're just choosing to follow one and your reason for choosing to do it is because the expert who's given multiple contradicting uh, recommendations is telling you to and you're not qualified to question that person like that yeah. doesn't make sense to me at all <laughs> it's like, and i think i think a lot of people there's so many people that are just, you know, there's a lot of people who maybe have jobs that are sort of, you know, like, like not, maybe they have a, they're in sort of a high position in their community or, or they're very involved in the community. Like you have these like people that are, you know, really um, trying to think of the right words, like, you know, cut, like, uh, I guess you, I don't want to be mean, but like real squares, right. You know, it's like, yeah, the dad goes golfing and the mom's in the book club and they're in the community. And then he's got a high position at this company and everyone's really, and uh, people are afraid to even be like a, um, like have a combative view because they don't want to be, you know, like we're, we're dude to, to these folks, me and you are like fringe people. We're like great. Oh, for sure. Know? Like yeah. there's type of people that would think even jujitsu is like this barbaric thing, you know, like there's a lot of people like that where, and they're, you know, they just follow along. And it's, it's like, there's that saying like a, a silent life of desperation or whatever. It's like, they're just, Oh yeah. Most, most men live lives of quiet desperation. Yeah. Like they're, yeah. they're like they're And it's like the, the guys, you know, these guys are everywhere, right? The guy's super out of shape. He just looks forward to, coming home and cracking a beer I, I mean i drink beer too but you know what i mean like yeah, yeah they yeah, just yeah. look forward to they don't they're not physically active they have no challenge like they're just you know and they're their not pushing themselves like, to the max yeah. yeah but their their argument is like hey man i got i got kids i'm trying to save for their college and i'm um you know i work 50 hours a week and da, 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 da. but the, there's the there's these people who a lot of these people you're seeing at the store in a mask because they don't want to be, did you see Tim down at the grocery store? Uh, he wasn't wearing a mask and yeah. they, they asked him to put one on and he told him to go fuck himself. <laughs> They'll never be that guy. You know, they're just like, let me just, let me just, let me just follow along. This will all, this will all blow over. And What's the difference just... then, man? What do you think the difference is between those personalities? Where does that come from? Like how does, how does one become a, you know, a go along and get along you know, in in comparison to the people who are born with a little bit of spit and fire in them, just like wanting to fight. Yeah, I mean, I think it's so many different things, man. I think it's like, you know, it's like the nature versus nurture thing. I think like it really just depends. It could be 
something that happens to you when you grow up, you could just, like you said, you could just be born with that, that kind of like, you know, like that fire to you. But I, I think, um, I think a lot of it has to do with fear, you know, like, I mean, the, the, when we limit ourselves, like, I mean, I do it all the time still. I mean, like I said, there's a spectrum, right? Like we're to some people we're like, we could be considered like fearless and fringe and whatever. And then I know people that are so, so much farther than me that I'm like inside that square and I'm, I live in fear, you know? Like, yeah. so it's a, it's a wide spectrum. But I think a lot of it's like fear. I think anytime we don't do what we're truly feeling or we limit ourselves, it's usually fear, you know, like whatever we're, whatever we're like not doing that we really want to do or really want to say, um, it's fear, fear of people's reactions, fear of like what, like, you know, I think even like with careers and jobs and, and whatever, it's like, I'm afraid I'm not going to be able to support myself or my family. So I'm just going to, you know, like they asked me to work, you know, an extra couple hours. I'm just going to do it. I'm not going to set boundaries. I'm not going to, you know, and, um, I think, I think, a lot of it is, is fear-based, man. I, I, I could only speak for myself and I know, that, you know, I'm not some, you know, like, I mean, again, it's a spectrum to some, I might seem like a wild man. And then to others or to myself, I'm like, I, I still do that all the time, you know? So, um, yeah, I think it's yeah. sort of, yeah, I think that's, that's kind of what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I don't, I mean, I, I try, I actually tell my kids that like, you know, that we should we should try to, our best to not make decisions that are based mostly on fear like you know fear oh, yeah. fear is a tool you know like whether you're a you know where we've been created person or a, we evolved from whatever person like we we have this tool and this sense of you know some shit's about to go down uh you know that helps us survive you know this you know let me profile this situation this person this animal whatever it is you know before i interact with it so you know it's a good thing it's a tool but when you when you let it start making you know all your decisions and you don't have anything else to balance it out then it it doesn't look good from the outside because i certainly try not to do that myself yeah i think when it creeps into i think it's obvious it's definitely like a good thing like it's how we it's how we stay safe. But I think when it creeps into your like long-term life and decisions, that's when it, I think that's when it like limits you. But at the same time, you never know. Somebody might make a decision out of fear that could wind up really benefiting them. I just, I don't believe in absolutes, but I, um, but yeah, man, I think, uh, what do you mean by that? You don't believe in absolutes? Like, like if I was to say like fear is like, um, it's all bad. Like that would be an absolute, like, like I'm just kind of reiterating what I'm really saying is like, there's times when it's good. Yeah. And there's times where it could be like abused. And I think that's like a lot of what we're seeing right now is just people living in fear. And I think like, I mean, I don't, you know, like when you look at just numbers and just reality, like it, um, it's, it must be that people are living in fear. You know, they're, the news is the most toxic, like the media is so like toxic. It's the same thing with like crime, right? Like you, you look at like, you watch the news and you hear about, you know, crime and scary things happening. And then you like walk out your front door and you're like, your neighbor's like waving at you and yeah. no one's getting beat up in the street. Nothing, you know, it's like, I think that, um, 
yeah. I think if we if you focus on certain things right now, you could definitely definitely live in fear. And I think it's also a lot like it kind of goes into control. Like we're trying to control outcomes and like control like I don't want to get COVID, right? So I'm gonna do things to try to to try to hang on to control to to not to try to control the situation so I don't get it. Whereas like I personally try to let go of control. It's like, hey, it could it could happen at any time. Like, it goes back to the whole like um, the inconsistency thing. Like, if you're gonna if you're training with people right now, like I've in a week I probably roll with twenty different people. You know? Yeah. How the fuck am I supposed to or anybody? I don't care if you have. I mean, actually, maybe if you had billion millions and billions of dollars and you could create some sort of training environment where everyone gets tested and like it would just be so crazy but to like try to keep track of everyone they come into contact with everything they touch everywhere they go that would be like uh the most that'd be like trying to control i don't know what that could even be compared to trying to control and i think letting go of control and letting things kind of take their course like you know, I, 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 I believe in, in that, you know, it's interesting, uh, that you mentioned that because I'm not, uh, I'm not a church goer. I'm not, I don't really believe, uh, you know, that Jesus is God kind of person. Um, but like I come from that kind of background and I do see that the more that society gets away from a lot of the more positive messages in that, um, kind of structure that religion brings the more that the society tries to control a lot of these things and the more we get you know closer to being little tyrants everywhere you know and it's I don't know if I don't know if they're correlated at all but I'm just saying that like it, it just seems to be the two things are going alongside each other you know I, I would personally I would claim that they are correlated that people sort of fill their you know, because I guess what makes me go there is because you're talking about letting go of control, which is like a massive, you know, kind of Christian message that I grew up with. Yet I'm looking around at tons of Christians who are acting out of the desire to control the uncontrollable. And it's like this is one of this is like top 10 in the points that you usually learn as a churchgoer. Like what what's happening right now? Like. And the thing is, is that people don't believe in that stuff anymore. So they throw the baby out with the bathwater. You know, they throw the goods out with all the things that they reject about it. And, you know, they're left with becoming little tyrants, trying to control every little minute problem, worrying about everything. I mean, the amount of people that I know that, you know, are like obsessive compulsive about stuff these days. I'm like, what what is happening? Like you you never were like this before. Like, well, what has, what has been triggered here in you that you care, you know, or that you, you know, conveniently try to care for a certain amount of hours during the day or whatever. Like, I don't know. I think that made me think of something like it kind of made me think that the letting go of control, there's some sort of correlation with like passion and like people I'm finding that people that are really passionate about things, it can even be religion. I guarantee you that there's some people that are so passionate about religion that are doing what we, what I do, or we do with training when we were at the peak of the COVID thing, like underground 
you know, we were literally like doing, we were trained at a place where the, the windows were covered up and, yeah. you know, we're going yeah. to train. And I think there's people that are doing that in, you know, probably like the weightlifting community or, or the, or religious communities that are so passionate about what they believe in that they're like, you know what, I'm going to just do what I do. And if something happens, that's just the way it's meant to be. And I think, um, like the and again, I think that even uh, like us, if you want to categorize us that way, is um, if if people really were dropping like flies, and it was like you looked out your window and you see a guy like coughing and leaning on a tree, and he's like, I don't think we would be doing that because I I would like to believe that we're reasonable people. Yeah, no doubt, um, dude. I mean, if that, like, the evidence supported all this craziness. That'd be part of it i'd be spouting it from the rooftops you know i I would probably become passionate because i'm a i'm a i'm a i'm a i'm like i believe i sort of have that you know i think we all have different like personality traits i think i'm sort of like a protector i that's how i like to identify I, i care about people i like to help people and if i think that was the case i would be like trying to be a leader and being like we need to you know yeah, we absolutely. Need, this is what we need to do but i think now what you're seeing is the people that are on the what is it the soapbox whatever it's trying to stand up and lead this is just an opportunity it's it goes back to that whole like that big topic right now it's super popular virtue signaling mm. people are using this to appear a certain way appear as virtuous opposed, yeah as opposed to actually being like to me being virtuous is like if you if you're scared and you want to stay home and you want to wear a mask I respect that. I will support you in doing that. That's like truly, like truly being like, and, and how can I help my community? Yeah. Right. Like, like I'll bring I'm you not food gonna... if you're genuinely scared, but yeah, 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 don't exactly. fucking come out and tell me what the hell I need to do. Dude, I actually put that, <laughs> I put that on Facebook and I, and I felt like I was virtue signaling. Honestly, like I, I put on Facebook, like when the first, when the thing started, I was like, if anyone's, you know, like scared to go get groceries or know someone that's like immune compromised or whatever, um, or, or older, I'd be glad to go do it. And like, I put that out because I put, I posted it because like, I really, I, I was like, I felt bad. Like I, I saw somebody post an older lady post in our like community thing that she was scared to get groceries. Um, because she's older and she's scared. Of, it was like when we, everything first started and mad people replied to her, like, I'll be glad to go get them for you, ma'am. Da, da, da. And right yeah. after I saw that, that's why I posted that. Um, and I feel like that's really being like virtuous, but there's so many people right now that they just want to appear that way. And they, they do the whole, like, just wear a mask, just stay home. Like, why don't you just, why can't you just flatten the curve? And it's like, and then I, man, there's no way to quantify it, but, or cause it's all like anecdotal, but those are the same people who I see that are like, then they're like, but like, you guys want to like get together and have a drink and it's like, or some, or something it's like. Are you are you gonna follow what you're saying or not? You know, like yeah. You put them, you pull the mask down to talk, or when you're, it's like either live what you're saying or just like stop, you know. And yeah. and I think I think that's the other thing that probably frustrates people like us the most is like the in insincere ask like the it's like the phoniness of it, you know. Like I think that's another thing that kind of everything we're, we're gonna meet you and i are gonna relate everything back to jiu-jitsu but like you can't really be <laughs> no, phony. no way <laughs> you can't really be phony on the mat like anyone who does mma muay thai jiu-jitsu whatever it's like 
we see each other's colors, you know, like when we're, yeah. when we're like rolling or striking, whatever, like we, we know who we really are, you know, like everyone knows who, when, when you train with people, we, we like have this deeper understanding of who we are. Right. Like, um, and I think we, we build like an aversion to phoniness yeah, and an aversion to bullying too. And I think that's another thing sure. with this whole thing is a lot of people are, like jujitsu is like anti-bullying, not in the whole like self-defense curriculum aspect, but in the, in the aspect of like, we don't, we smash each other and we fuck each other up, but it's like when it's mutual, like me and you are going to really get after it and you're going to crush yeah. me and I'm going to crush you. But like, if it's some new white belt or like somebody who's maybe like has like a physical, like I've trained with people that are missing a limb or are like feeble in some way. Do we smash those people? No, we try to, roll as if we weigh less or we yeah. you know and it's because that shit doesn't fly on on the mats like no no i don't i mean i've i've been to a few gyms where there's like bullyish type people but like generally but they always get bullied man they always get yeah. bullied themselves <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah <laughs> i agree yeah and i think like we build we we build this aversion to bullying we build an aversion to phoniness and i think that's a lot of what we're seeing like in society is like phoniness and people trying to bully people and we're like nah like we're not we're not we're not about that you know yeah i don't know Just, yeah i don't i you know it, it really it's been interesting it's, it's people say it's sad to say but life is life life goes like this where you lose you lose friends, you gain friends, blah, 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 you know, but I feel like during this time, I've really seen the kind of people that I want to spend time with uh, and, and invest my energy into. And that's not like, I'm not saying that the people that I now spend less time with aren't worth worthy humans or whatever, but like, they're just not who Anthony Collins needs to spend his time with. And, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the coronavirus stuff is, the reason behind that, you know, like I just, that's just how it is. And I, you know, it's kind of like I told, told one of my buddies who owns a gym, I've actually had him on the podcast that he, he was worried about opening back up because, you know, he was afraid he was going to lose people. And I was just like, you know, if people are going to, you know, leave your gym and have a problem with you as a person, cause you open back up, those are the people you want to weed out and your gym will stay strong with the core of people that you really want to have around. And, uh, you know, but that's that's one thing I feel like it's changed people's relationships or even, you know, ended some relationships. Uh, and it's been a, it's been an interesting time for that. Um, yeah. Yeah, it has for sure. I, I know that, like, um, I agree with you on that. And I also think I think a lot of people who are um, maybe being phony or being bullying, I think we all learn. I have done, when I was younger, I did so many things that I regret and that I would never do now. And I think a lot of those people are on a path of learning. And I think like, they're going to look back at how they behave during this and they're going to be like a lot different people. That's my yeah. like, positive hope. Right. Yeah. That's and, a good um, hope for sure. Yeah. Because I, I mean, like if I was just like, those people suck, they're always going to suck, man. I used to suck. And I, I like to think I don't now. So yeah. I think people change. And I think I, I really think that sometimes like your worst behavior, you learn the most from. And I think a lot of people are going to be like 
way different now, you know, late later. Um, I, and I yeah. hope, I hope that, um, and I also, I, I, you know, like my message to the world, if I could send a message to like all my friends and any acquaintance that I ever had is that I hope that they do not disassociate with me because of my views now. Yeah. Um, because I won't for them, you know, like even I, I have friends who are like fully bought in, you know, like mask shield, you know, yeah. over the mask, you know, and are, you know, like their political views are like, I'll just say this. There's people, there are so many people right now who don't like what's going on politically. So they will settle for anything. And this country only gives people two options, which is the dumbest thing in the world. I'm not going to say names yeah. or political parties. And they will just say, I want anything is better. I don't care how horrible. I'll just take the next thing. And it's like, do you not realize you're only giving, you're only getting two options. I have yeah. friends that have a shield on, like let, let's just totally generalize people, right? Have a shield on their face over a mask goggles and they're going to vote for, you know, somebody who is, you know, mentally uh, like, you know, declining, deteriorating and whatever. And I don't want those people to, I, I will not like not be their friend. And I hope that they don't feel that way about me. That's like the uh, the thing, because I think I think the one of the worst things that's happening right now in society, and like I even see it in in the jujitsu community, and it makes me like feel really bad. Is like people like um you know like siding and 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 like we were coming full full circle. Like our first thing we start talking about is like people why why do people you know like pick a side? And there's people that they feel that need to to pick a some sort of side whether it be political or social or whatever and i think it's because there's like a lack of identity they like they don't have things that they identify that build their their persona that are not related to politics or society so Mm. they do that in in an effort to 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 know who they are but unfortunately it, it limits them in so many ways you know like I try to stay so open, like whenever, whenever I have a thought or an opinion one way, I immediately try to think what the, like the counter balances or like whenever I have a a strong emotional attachment to wanting to have a certain answer for people or like my ego is attached to something, I immediately try to say like, what's the other side of that and try to identify with that. So I don't get like trapped in these like it's like wanting to win type of thing, you know? What's the, well, okay. So like that's, it seems all, you know, sort of like a good perspective to look at, you know, to operate with, but like, you you know, I know you said earlier that you don't believe in absolutes, but there's something, you know, like you shouldn't kill children, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. You know, like, you know, like there's an absolute, you know what I'm saying? Like just obvious (laughs) stuff like that. Yeah. Like, how how do you uh like to me okay say you shouldn't ch- kill children i feel like i would have if somebody is saying that you should i i would say that i'd have to join team tribe not killing children people yeah, yeah, yeah. you know like so <laughs> how like how far does that perspective that you're talking about go like before i guess i guess where i was thinking about it is like you know, because this this kind of spawned out of you talk, you know, us talking about losing friends or whatever. Like, I'm not the kind of person to lose friends 
you know, over bullshit. Like I'm always about conversation. Uh, you know, I, I always feel like I've had a couple friends I've fallen out with and it's lasted a long time. And like, I'm always like, oh, I got to mend that shit. You know, I got, I got to figure out a way, even if it's not my fault. Like I'll, a lot of times I want to, you know, get in there and fix the problem. So like, I'm not the type to, to end relationships, but like when it comes to moral absolutes and like the way that, you know, like say, you know, I've got kids, so I'm thinking about the future and I'm not like, I'm really not a, a political person as far as picking sides. Like I really, I don't enjoy, uh, any of that political crap. Like I think Donald Trump is a funny human being. Um, but Agreed. <laughs> I just don't, uh, I don't, I'm not like a QAnon kind of guy. So like, uh, I, I say all that to just to ask really, sorry to, I really just say that I feel like this country is potentially going in the direction of some sort of civil war. And like, so how do you choose, you know, with always trying to see the other side and like not get your ego attached to one side or the other, how do you choose what side of that civil war, if potentially is, that's coming, like that you're on, you know, like, yeah. how, so, you know, how do you do so that? I absolutely, yeah. Like, so <laughs> first off, I want to say, if there's people listening to you say that, there's so many people that will think you're absolutely fucking crazy about the civil wanna, war. Yeah. And I want to say to those people, like, he's not crazy because we're literally seeing that it's people are so we're so polarized right now. I could, I could see just like we had in the past, there's states that were for slavery and against it. There's going to be states that are like for the mask and against it. Where do you want to, you know, what side you on, you know, and, yeah. um, or like politically, you know, I think I agree with you. And I think, um, you know, neither of us are like, economic ec analysts or like but we are in a very weird time with our economy our um just socially uh there's a lot you know the, the way social media is i think that um inform the way information is shared i think we don't even know what is happening and i think that that is a potential thing that could happen um and I don't think it necessarily looks like, you know, it's like arming up and, but I think we could become like a divided state, like uh, country completely. Uh, and it could, it could get really ugly. And, um, you know, like saying I don't live in absolutes, like I couldn't say I would like pick a side or I, I don't know. I really don't know. I think so. Like, for instance, like where I, I do have like hard lines I'll draw in the sand. Like, of course, if somebody was like, you know, like Brandon, fuck you. I'm not going to ever talk to you again unless you like post on Facebook that everyone should wear a mask and whatever. I'd be like, cool. Like we're just like our, our thing is done here. And, you, and people might say, well, that's an absolute Brandon. You're drawing a hard line in the sand. But like if that person came a week later and was like, hey, man, I'm sorry. You know, like I was just. I was so emotional, whatever, like, I, I apologize or, or whatever. I'd be like, cool, man, like, doors back open. Like, I believe in, like, you know, like, people changing, moving forward, pro like, pro making progress, you know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, if uh, if it got that bad in this country, I mean, I have certain plans, and uh, it's really uh, – 
more of an isolation thing. It'd be yeah. more of getting away from everybody and everything. And um, yeah, I'm I, in a uh, sim- similar boat there, man. Honestly, yeah. I mean, there's and, uh, always going to be a I- ideological leaning that I'm going to have with one side over the other, but I'm I'm just not a trusting person. So like, if a group of certain side came and said, "Hey, we're we're you know getting together to start this thing and uh it's going to be to defend this certain ideology and you know i I just even if i agreed with the ideology i I just struggle to just looking throughout history when you build little armies and teams like that it's like you know there's always some bullshit that that you don't agree with that's the problem really with teams or protecting anything i mean i like I definitely fall on the side of like, you know, like conservative and the constitution and individual liberty and all that stuff. But like, I'm also like, I, like, I want to just like, I, I, I don't, I think that whenever a group is formed, like they're just, there's going to be a leader and then there's going to be problems. And it's like, yeah, you ever, you, you know, the movie uh, Watchmen with the big blue guy, there's that like famous thing where he's like sitting on the planet and he's like, I'm yeah. so tired of humans and all their problems is like, that's kind of how I feel. It's like, I don't want to. Like, yeah. I think we create so many, we create so many problems, you know? And it's just like, uh, I feel like, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's really difficult because as like, you know, we love our country and we, you know, I think there's this thing that happens when you love like individual Liberty is like you, you sort of like you get a little patriotic cause you're like, that's like what America's all about. And then you want to try to fix things, you know, you want to be a part of the solution, but then that comes with like, like standing on Hills, you know, and you get yeah. like, you get kind of like trapped in, you know, in, in, in that, you know, and it's like, maybe I'm just like a pushover, but I, I probably would just, I don't know, man. I don't, I, I don't like to think that I would just join, join a side, man. I think that's, that's the problem, you know, is that there, there is sides. In the I guess, you know, know, then, you know, maybe can you answer this, uh, that like, what would have to be, what, I guess what rights of yours would have to be getting infringed upon for you to join a side that was against that infringement? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean that, that I could like answer, you know, I think, I mean, I've, I've thought about this so much. It's like, it's just, it, and it's, it's really like already, it's not already happening, but like any oppression of any time, anytime a group tries to oppress another group, like any, it, it, you could believe, you could want to take a vaccine. You could be like, I, I want a vaccine, right? But it's about principle when they talk about anything that's mandatory, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, you could literally be like, I want, a, I want a vaccine. And maybe I'm just antisocial and I just like look for conflict. But it's like, say, and I don't want one, but say I'm like, I want a vaccine, right? And then somebody says, okay, great. Yeah, they're mandatory. Then I'm like, no, 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 no. Now I don't like and it's the yeah. same thing with any sort of like rights. Like I'm, you know, like uh, any, any, anytime your rights are being violated, you know, like you have to do this, you have to abide by, uh, you know, a curfew or a um, any type of check or, or your 
you know, like I'm a strong believer in, you know, your, your right to bear arms, to defend yourself, you know, like people, I think a lot of people are just like, they stand on that hill, like, you know, like I'm a gun owner and I'm American and I love my guns. And but for me, it's like, look, man, guns aren't going anywhere. Like it's like, you could, you could take guns, you could ban guns completely. You could, anyone that like has a, like a machine shop could make a gun. Right. Well, there, there, there would be your civil war that people think I'm crazy for thinking about. Yeah, no, no, you're not, you're not crazy because people, like, people would not stand for that shit because it's like the problem is, and it, it all boils down to, like, if you take people's guns away and you only have, like, people are just people. So, like, if only the people in power have guns because, and they're gonna protect you, that's crazy because people abuse power like there needs to be again we could relate it back to jujitsu there's like a an equalizer right like if you like if they said like only the police could train jujitsu like that you'd be like what no like yeah, then yeah. they're gonna abuse it like or, or <laughs> the, the, then it would be underground jujitsu all yeah, the time yeah of course there would be but like it, it just from a like a conceptual point of view is like yeah what if the, the and then they'll be like well we background check all our cops and they're all good and you don't need to worry they're gonna protect you they have the guns they have the the training and you just just go to work and go home and it's like wait what like i don't care if they're good now people change <laughs> people snap there needs to be equalizers in society. Like, like, unfortunately, dude, I honestly wish firearms didn't exist. I love making yeah. this point to like liberal, like uber liberal people. It's like, I wish like guns weren't even in existence, right? They're a killing tool. Like we don't want to kill each other. Right. I mean, I guess we want to hunt things, you know, whatever they make hunting easier, but like they exist though and they can't go away. Therefore bad people can potentially and, most likely will obtain them. Therefore, good people, people that just want to enjoy life and, you know, prosper, need to have them to protect themselves against the bad people, just like jujitsu or, or anything else is like, uh, there needs to be equalizers. So yeah, definitely like a hill I'll like die on is, yeah, you can't, you can't disarm people. You can't take away people's rights, you know, like, to me, it's like, unless you are, you know, and people want to split hairs about this and people are doing it constantly about like masks, you know, like, cause I could say unless like my, my, you know, my whole thing is like, unless you're doing something that puts me in physical harm or affects me directly, I don't care what you do. And people will be like, well, not wearing a mask affects you directly. It's like, no, because I could just avoid them. You know, like that, that argument's like invalid, you know, like, I yeah. don't know. Um, but so like, yeah, I mean, like, the hills I'll die on is, like, when you try to, yeah, I mean, ab abuse, abusing people, children, old people, women, anyone, really, like, that, I mean, uh, I'll die on that hill. It's, like, common <laughs> sense stuff, you know? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Disarming people, telling people they can't have, like, individual liberties, like, uh, um, uh, holding people against their will, like, Dude, like that's a huge like. So I all the that, all the things that go on here in America and around the yes. world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got dude, a lot I, of hills you're dying on, bro. <laughs> I, I know, dude. That's the thing is like I don't believe in absolutes, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, like there, you know, I guess I do believe in absolutes. Then, like, I'm yeah, totally dude. willing to like 
That's why I don't believe anybody doesn't believe in absolutes. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. So I mean, I was find I think that I funny. Say that, I think I say it as like a, a safety mechanism because I I want people to know like I that I'm open and like I my yeah. mind can change. You know, you know what? Here's a here's why I could say I do I don't believe in absolutes because all those all those things I said I'm willing to die on like hills I'm willing to die on. If someone could convince me otherwise, I I won't die on those hills. I have yeah. to find a reason why so I I, can, I have read and, and listened to so many. If someone can convince me why giving up firearms or, 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 um, or staying in or wearing a mask or if someone could really convince, because at the end of the day, these are all, it's basically opinions is what, you know, what are you, what are you, or, or not opinions, but like desires. Like if someone could change my desire to, to you know to to or to not do something i i'll i'll listen and i will i'll change um, but as of right now like no one has been able to do that no book or or scripture anything has been able to change those things and i just i don't believe in in uh, uh, abuse of power people trying yeah. to yeah i think there's just too, I, I do believe there's far too much control over people we live in there's some there's other there's certain things i think like the way money is right now that money is like almost purely electronic you know you look at your numbers in an app and it's like yeah what if your phones go away tomorrow you know like right yeah that that and then, then you better be real fucking good at jujitsu and have a lot of guns <laughs> yeah and have a farm and have a way to yeah. fish and have a way to yeah. procure food and water it's like people like water right water water your water runs your air condition your your electricity is on can you procure water you know yeah. i could fast i i've done long fast right like can you you could fast for a long period of time so you get some fish or fruit but like water you i don't know yeah, you need Unless it you're some you sort of monk that can't i don't know there's some i'm sure there's someone who claims that they can not drink water for a crazy period of time i know me man i need like water every day <laughs> so yeah. yeah like uh that's my biggest issue with uh the, just the idea all the all the you know tearing down of the unjust or unjust institutions in america stuff is that like you know it i i come not scotland is not uh in third world country but like that's where i grew up i moved to america when i was 10 oh wow uh, i didn't know, know that yeah so i just became a citizen last year um so uh funny just great timing to join freedom when it gets taken <laughs> away but Wait, can, uh, I, can i interrupt you really quick yes i do just it. thought of something that's like dude everybody that i know that is like willing to die on these hills and like is or not everybody i know but i know a lot i know of a lot of people who came from oppressive governments or ha or, or governments that do not have as much freedom i mean now we could argue that we don't have we, we're not free in america or whatever you could you could extrapolate but i know a lot of people who come from oppressive countries or countries with oppressive governments and they are the people that have the beliefs like you and i have so strongly because they yeah. know a lot like um do you know hector lombard who, who used to fight yeah. the UFC, former yeah. Bellator champ like he is so like diehard conservative some some could say like some could probably make fun of him to, to you know some of the stuff he posts about or whatever but yeah 
like he's Cuban or something, right? Yeah, he's from Cuba. That has like, and there's yeah. such a history of oppression. It's and the now same he's here as uh, this free country. Same as so many Tito, people. Tito Ortiz or whatever. Oh really? I don't, of, I don't know. I, there's there's, so, I mean, there's a lot be, of people. Yeah, there's a lot. There's of, a lot of people in the jiu-jitsu community. A lot of Brazilians, and I, I don't want to speak for them, but I know of like. Like uh, Fabio Santos, he posts stuff all the time about yeah. like oppression and how people. There's people in this country that like you know in America that are wanting more government or wanting this yeah. or that, and it's like, and he's saying how like there's, stupid yes. it is. And there's people who have because... come from the places who try these things that people are screaming for here. And they there's a reason they came from those places. Yes. Yeah. Man, it's, a, it's that's but that's kind of what what I, you know what I was just gonna say there was just that like we've got running water here like we've got things that are good like uh you know overall poverty in the world has been you know I wouldn't say eradicated because people still live in, in you know horrible conditions some places but like in comparison to what it used to be it's so much better. And the thing is, is like, yes, we have lots of problems here in America, lots of them. Like we all come together and, you know, write down an easy list of 105 minutes, you know, like, but like no society in a long, long time has had anything close to what America has as far as how good and comfortable we have it. And it's like, unless you have something to replace that, that keeps it at least at that level and then elevates it, then why would I want to be involved in the tearing down of it? Like, you know, but people can't hear both sides of that. They can't hear you say, yeah, there's tons of problems, you know, but we shouldn't tear it all down first. They can't, they can't have both of those. They have to always pick a side, you know? And it's like, it's, um, it's it's pretty wild, man. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's really, it's really scary that there's people that are in this country that want certain things that there's so many people. It's, it's, I find it interesting that like a lot of um, people who have, who have immigrated here, they're so, um, and I, like I could talk about a couple like generations back. Like I know people whose grandparents are like, don't trust the government. Like, don't, what are they telling you? Like, you, you know, like they're so skeptical. And yeah. it's like a healthy skepticism. And um, I think people need to have more of that, you know, like, uh, yeah, there's just this blind trust. And it's like, what do you like? You know how you said we could think of a list of like 100 things right off the bat. It's like we should be focusing on the number like number top three things to me is like poverty, heart disease slash and obesity. Right. Like, yeah, we focus on all these different things. And it's like if we focused on like what like keeping pe like in this country like how much stronger would our country be if everyone was like physically fit right didn't eat horrible food so like obesity and heart disease and then we have this pro or, and then there's like a fourth which is like our justice system right like our like how we just lock people up throw them in a cage yep. let's just put humans in cages and grant yeah, yeah they really need to be in cages people who abuse children sexually abuse children or sexually abuse anyone um no, we, don't, we don't need k don't need yeah. k just for those folks just i don't yeah, know just how some cut, yeah just, just cut end them, it just, yeah, cut them just, cut them uh 
Cut him. We'll just uh, cut him, cut, roll him down a mountain. Whatever. We'll we'll <laughs> so play a, a Hunger Games TV yeah, show yeah. with him or something. Yeah, you know. And, yeah. Now you'll be called a barbarian for saying that. But <laughs> but so like so, so? like uh, you know yeah. But our like people that are in prison for you know like marijuana or drugs in general. Yeah. Her, like even hard drugs, you know, and you you could extrapolate and say that. You know, then, you know, some like uh, organized crime and human trafficking is related and da, 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 da. but like people that are like, if someone wants to do heroin, of course, I strongly recommend against it. And uh, it's terrible for you. And da, da, da. like, if you want to put something in your body, if you believe in like uh, people's choices to do whatever, like that's, you know, like that's the, what they want that's their prerogative like yeah but putting people in prison they're gonna lock people up for that like there should just be a focus on like violent violent people abusive people you know yeah and then yeah. focus on getting people healthy like heart healthy their physical activity people's diet and poverty and then but but somehow our politicians are focused on all these like there there's just so much focus on all this crazy shit it's like not you know what it's like it's like related back to jiu-jitsu you know what we're just gonna focus on brimmy bolos we're not gonna focus on like how to get an underhook it's your first day right like let's focus yeah. on like underhooks not fucking like just some crazy shit you know yeah yeah um so yeah, yeah poli- politics know. is a wild thing i don't i don't know like you know what's interesting i was uh I don't know who I was talking to about this, but, you know, as somebody who just joined the American team recently, like I had to, you know, it wasn't hard by any means, but I had to take like a little hundred question knowledge test. And, you know, it kind of rehashed a lot of the things that I'd learned, you know, about the virtues of America growing up in school. And, um, you know, America in theory has a lot of good things going on, but it's always uh, until it doesn't, like, for people. Like, that's what, you know, the only thing that doesn't get me completely on, like, team patriotism is the fact that, like, all those things that they believe in are great in principle, and they're great if they're, like, applied across the board absolutely all the time. But in America, like, they can disappear you without your family knowing where you go, like, being charged, held without charge. Like, you know, you you can, you know, you can get pulled over with a little bit of weed in your car and, you know, it turned into some crazy shit. And next thing you're in jail, you know, like it, that shit can happen. You know, like you all these different things can happen that based on the law shouldn't like based on the Constitution, rather. And the principles that America was founded on should never be happening, and yet they are. And so it's like, if you could get Team Patriot to admit that and turn their focus on making sure that stuff never happens, then I might could join that side. But like, it drives me, I was thinking about that the other day. It's like, man, like, is there ever been any country in the world where the people in power? you know, leave the, leave the original set of rules as they are. And actually it applies to everyone, you know, and I think, I mean, unfortunately the answer is always no, but, uh, you know, the, that, that was where, again, like people think I'm crazy for the civil war thing is that, you know, America can only last so long, you know, by falling for all the same problems that 
every other empire has ever fallen for, which is exactly what America's doing. So, you know, yeah. and, I think and, um, I think that people that think that's crazy are so myopic. Like they're so nearsighted. They don't. They can't really like. We're such a young country, you know, like in the big scheme of things. Like to think that that's not something that could potentially happen is just. I think it's just. It's um. It's like. It's just being really nearsighted. It could totally happen. Things can yeah. get people, you know, it's sad that people say, you know, like that you become that we people get labeled like a conspiracy theorist or whatever. When you say, hey, things could get horrific really quick. It's like, yeah. I'm not I'm not I'm not like I'm not just I'm not getting off on. I'm not one of those. I'm not a conspiracy. Theorist. I don't get off on watching YouTube videos about going. You can go down so many rabbit holes like it's insane. But just the idea that like things could get really bad, you know, like basic inf- if basic infrastructure fails, you know, like uh, the trucks going to the grocery stores. If there's, I mean, we've already seen like really really mild civil unrest. People say that's like that's bad. It can get way worse. Than oh yeah, way worse. The, the the way people were rioting, like fast. So if you just combine, <laughs> yeah, real fast. If you just combine a couple of those things, like failure of infrastructure, the the division of society which is already like happening but like in a more extreme form the rioting you know escalating um law enforcement like stepping down which we're seeing like microcosms of yeah uh it could it could the, the things could collapse you know and it's like and when you get called like you know like like i think a lot of people say they jump to either your conspiracy theorist or you're like a fear monger or you're like this weirdo who gets off on these thoughts. I absolutely do not. I, I hope that that never happens. I would never call for anything like that to happen. But like to say that it, it, it can't happen or it's far fetched. I think it's just, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's to me, it's probably, I, I say it's crazy the same way they say it's crazy that we talk about it. So, you know, it's yeah. a differing of views, I guess, but, I just, like, I'm only interested in the evidence of, you know, what humans do. Like, we are creatures of habit, and, you know, we, you know, one of the things I was thinking of there is that, like, you know, going back to the getting rid of religion in people's, like, daily sort of life, it means that they've tossed out a lot of it, and so they don't think about the fact that in all of human history, we have this, like, I don't know what you want to call it, but we have this inherent tendency for a few, in all of us, but to skew towards, like, some bad shit. And some people call it sin, you know, but, like, human beings do that, uh, this thing where they do bad stuff. And people, people want to pretend like, we can we we have evolved to a point where oh we just couldn't get like that cuz like we're in the west and we built this society and it's we've got running water everywhere and we it, everything we need is just a trip away you know a mile down the road and we can get there in our car and you know nobody's going to try to shoot at us on the cross across the river and you know like cuz we're evolved as a species and the thing to me is like it's like no like we're we're a you know five minutes away we're a we're a piece of news that our kid got slaughtered by some group and then that group is pissed because you went and slaughtered one of theirs like next thing you know you've got neighborhoods warring you know like 
this this is not like that's I, I just kind of bugs me that people are unrealistic about how human beings work we're not evolved from times where people went through villages and slaughtered each other like these things happen and are you know all the Dude, time still i can't agree with you like more on that like my my wife makes jokes all the time she says like so the, there's a lot of people that do you know like you could really like make the there's people a lot of people and there's a lot of people who aren't this way but in jujitsu or mma that are like in my opinion like less evolved right and let let me make this point ready so you got these like a lot of not always but you get these like alpha type men who are like muscle bound and <clears throat> like you look at a guy like uh, dean lister or just some, whoever like and my, my wife makes jokes you know, all the time she's like you're less evolved and uh because i'm like this short stouter really hairy guy who likes i just want to train every day and my she makes fun of like the way i answer questions that like I'm just like, yes, no, food, food, hungry, water. <laughs> like, you know, like, and I love things like I love going to the beach and like going on like long walks and sitting in the sand. And like, I'll literally sit. She says, you look like a monkey. Like I sit in the sand, like in this like squat position and just I'm really oh, yeah. comfortable that way. And, you know, this might all sound really funny, but I personally believe like what you're saying, that we are so much less evolved than we act. Like yeah. we like to act a certain way, but there's a reason why, like so many, like, I think that's a big reason why, like we love jujitsu and grappling. It's like, it's this very like, um, like primal, I mean, it, it involves, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's very primal. It involves so much thought. Like being good at jujitsu is not about being like this big muscle bound person. I'm talking about, it's like, it's like being good, you know, being good at, you know, out thinking your opponents, like ch chess, right? Like you're, you do this and I do this and I know he's going to move that way. So he's going to base this way. So I'm going to sweep him that way. And then, you know, whatever. But yeah. at the same time, it is like sort of this, like you don't need to, it, it transcends um, language, right? Like I could train with somebody in Russia or Japan and like, we don't really need to talk. Like we could like slap bump and I get an underhook and he knows what that feels like. And then, you know, like we, it's a, it's a language, right? It's the same yeah. thing with striking too. Um, or just like MMA sparring, like it's, it's the most, one of the most pure things, but <clears throat> the whole point of being like the, the evolutionary perspective, I personally don't think we are. Cause you see this, like this big rush of, um, uh, like in the, in the health community, people talk about, are talking about fasting a lot and are talking about, you know, like I remember years ago, people started talking about the, what was that diet that the CrossFit people would do? <clears throat> yeah, uh, I don't even know. Paleo diet. Oh, paleo, like yeah. Keto diet. But so if you if you just take all these different things we're talking about, fasting, um, you know the now you see people swinging uh the mace the mace bell. People yeah. are involved in grappling and MMA and um all these things are very like less evolved behavior. They're like, ancient, man. They're ancient. They are. They're, yeah, they're ancient. Yeah, right? so, for and we're sure. trying to live in this world where we're looking at our social media communication is 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 so crazy like fast the way we're able to share information we're we're worried about politics and laws and and all these things but at the same time 
I crave not eating for like a long period of time and training and going to the beach and being in the sun. And I have a stone ball in my backyard that I do squats with. Yeah. And there's all these like really primal things. And, and if I listen to my heart, like those are the things I want to do. And one could make a joke that I am less evolved. Right. You know, like, and yeah. I think that's a lot of people. Why, why are there these people who they just want to, um, go outside and, and uh, swing a mace in the, in the sun all, for hours at a time. And I just and, did that this morning, man. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's because there's like this connection with something. It must be something from a long time ago. I mean, yeah. it must be. And um, the same thing kind of with our, our reactions to things. I think like I've heard people talk about like when you're driving, like where road rage comes from, like when you're driving, you're like on, you're like high alert. You know, because it, it, if you think about it, like a car is like an exoskeleton. It's like it's like you're a tr- you're getting in a transformer suit and you're going to go walk around. It's like you get in this little chair and you turn the thing on and you could drive this big metal machine around. And if you wanted to, you could just knock crash into shit and whatever. And like um, it's really like an unnatural thing that we have, like a car and our phone and our social media and i i partake in all these things i'm not like i'm not a i'm a proponent of them i think they make life great but it's like it's really weird and we don't know how any of it's like affecting us and i think a lot of the people that aren't in touch with some of those like primal things like or i use that because for lack of a better term just things that are simple like walking barefoot in a natural environment or swimming in the ocean or (laughs) or human contact uh, practicing grappling or striking or or lifting weights um uh people that aren't in touch with any of those things i think that they um they lack something and i think it comes out in a negative way sometimes you know and it might be that it comes out in this conflict of like they try to get involved in like politics or 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 like business and money you know like i'm gonna try to acquire a bunch of money and uh like that's how i'm gonna conquer as opposed yeah. to like maybe trying to conquer yourself you know a little well, i think bit. it's like we're you know people talk about it like we're all all of us are seeking connection but like connection with what and i think that you know, the reason you end up getting like some sort of gurus on this sort of stuff is because people think that, you know, maybe the connection that, that you're, you know, craving is, oh, you're just, you need the connection with yourself or, oh, it's a connection with the creator or you just need to be connected to the world, the earth, you know, or what, you know, but I think it's all of those things is that we're all like, there's a deep sort of, longing whatever that is within us so in my in my like being dark humor kind of times i like to tell people that i have a like a dark black hole inside me that i can never fill that you know most of the time my bad habits that i you know whether it be like if i'm eating ice cream late at night like smoking a bowl or something stupid like that like I'm doing it to like hide from the darkness in my hole, but I, you know, in my hole, my soul, you know, like, and, uh, people, I think everybody has that, whatever it is, however you want to define it. Like people, people lack that connection. So they try to fill it with all these different kind of things. And I think like for, for you, for maybe me, like there's that our best moments are times where we're really 
kind of connecting with all of those things and those more primal activities, which to take it back to what, you know, made you start talking about that is it does show that we're not evolved like we like to pretend we are. It really does, because those are the things that satisfy our souls for a mo- brief moment so that we don't all like, I mean, if you sit, I feel like it would honestly drive you crazy if you really sat and thought about the depths of how nutty it is. I mean, you hear people like Joe Rogan go into some beautiful comedic slash poetic, you know, monologue here about how, you know, we're just these tiny little things in the universe. And, you know, if you just sit and think about that all the time, like it would drive you crazy. You know, but you, yeah. the thing, the things that quiet that are all those things that make us more connected. Yeah, for sure. I think, so. I think like the eating ice cream late at night or like any, or doing like people, even people who do like really hard drugs. Um, I think that it's like, uh, um, or any like really negative. I think it's like you have that, that void that you're talking about is like, it's like, I think it kind of goes back to that whole like primal thing and you could either fill it with something good. Cause it's like your little monkey brain being like, you need to ice cream. You're like, Oh my God, like taste good. Want more, keep eating. Right. You know, yeah. it's like the same thing with anything bad for you and you can either do it with something good, like something healthy for you or something bad, you know? Yeah. And, um, yeah, man, I think, uh, I think you're right about thinking about yourself in terms of like how little we all are, it could drive you crazy. But I also think that's healthy. Like, man, whenever I'm thinking like I'm important, like if I'm posting something on social media, like on Instagram, and I'm like, man, this one looks better than this one. Like, uh, like, like so self, like caring so much about image or whatever is like, um, we are like nothing, bro. Even, even if we live a hundred years, like yeah. we're fucking nothing. I think it's healthy to think that way a lot of times. Yeah. I think some people never think about it. And then when they hear people talk about concepts like that, they're like hippie or stoner or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like, Dude, like, I don't know how should... you could live life without examining that little, you know, fact really. Man, a lot of people, I think a lot of people do. I'm honestly just grateful that I don't know what has, I'm grateful. I don't know what has led me to getting that point or you to that point, but we should just be grateful that we have, because I think yeah. it's not like, cause we're so great that we've done it or do no, it actively. Not at all. It's some people never do it. And I honestly, I feel so bad for those people because it's such a, it must be so strange. Um, I, and like I said, I'm just grateful that I, I have and that I do think like that every now and then, because I think it's really, it's a good thing. Yeah. Um, is yeah, it like I, I have a small percentage of me that wonders, like, what's it like to be somebody who just I don't even know what it is they're thinking about. that They're not thinking like me, like they're just not like they're not all they're not considering all the possibilities of the universe here. Like they just they're just going with their day. Dude, just, honestly, I think uh, I think ignorance is bliss, bro. I think that there's a lot it? of people. Yeah. yeah, dude, I think I mean. I don't know, but I would venture to say that I think there's a lot of people who like they have a good job, they're married, they have kids, whatever they like are in some weird. What are some things like normal people do? 
Like, I don't um, know. <laughs> I don't know. They're in a fucking, they have a boat and they go. I mean, I have friends at Jiu Jitsu who have boats, but I'm just trying to think of like, yeah, really some like, some normal people. Dude. Yeah, like super dude, normal. Wrong guy. Wrong yeah, guy like, to ask. Yeah, like super, super normal, um, whatever, like hardo at work, like always trying to get promotions, whatever, and just doesn't, um, doesn't do any of some of the stuff we talked about. I think that they really like, I think some of those dudes are super happy. I mean, it's all everything. I, honestly, sometimes I think as good as it is, it's that we, like I was saying, I'm grateful that we should be grateful that we think that way. I think it's almost like a curse in a way that yeah. I think you and I, and a lot of people, people that probably would listen to this are the type of people who probably like try to challenge themselves and challenge their thoughts. And, and um, it, it is almost like a curse is like you're, you're, you go down these rabbit holes, you know? Because we're searching for, like, answers, you know? And I think some people just, they don't search for answers. They think everything just is what it is. And, and those people I, all wear masks. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> just kidding. Dude, I got to say, too, man, the thing about the mask that we didn't, like, talk about, and I know it's, like, everything else I'm talking about is just, like, bro science. But, like, I really think that there's something really, like, unhealthy and weird about having something. You know, people say, like, there's studies that show it has no effect on your breathing. And I'm like, okay, you know, okay. There's studies that show that. And there's also placebo effect. And maybe I'm completely wrong, but if I believe it, it becomes reality because the placebo effect is true. And I have a feeling or a belief that the ma- a mask covering your your mouth has some sort of negative effect on your, your, your respiratory system. Like, yeah. Well, did you see? Do do you listen to Joe Rogan much? Yeah, I I usually listen to the one. I like the MMA ones, to be honest. Like I love. I I don't. I don't. I'm selective with which ones I listen to, but uh, the reason I brought it up was because James Nestor, the nose, uh, he wrote a book called Breathe, but it was all about like the nose and how you know we basically as a world lost our ability to breathe properly. You didn't didn't hear yeah, anything about that. I didn't hear that one, but I'll go find it. I'll go listen to it. I like the ones with doctors too, like if yeah, like a doc. Because well, like, he really he cool. like he he closed off his nose for an experiment and stuff, even though like some of the world's top breathers told him not to do it, but he like had to figure out that the, you know like he in his study of the nose he had to figure out for himself and you know there I guess because you can't be cruel to people you're not allowed to do that to people, but he offered himself up to do it. And the differences have been drastic. It's actually changed how I've 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 been probably a both a nose and a mouth breather at times, especially when things get hard, you know, physically. I'll start gasping for air. But he talked he talks about not doing that. But he also talked about like all the things that breathing th- like that your nose does as far as bacteria and viruses and all that stuff. And it's like. It's so obvious to me just listening to that. It's funny that it got released during the pandemic because it's like, obviously, we shouldn't be wearing masks. But, like, I'm not even arguing it for, like, this is where you're more measured than me, dude. Like, I'm not arguing anything about the mask scientifically. The fact is, for me, is that the people who are pro-mask, who are, like, trying to call me selfish and all this, fuck you. How about that? That's why I'm not wearing a mask, because all their tactics are manipulative. And I just think to, to people like that, fuck them. Like, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, if someone if someone says I'm selfish, I, I agree. I'll say fuck you, too, because I know 
that I'm not selfish and that yeah. I do care about people and I would never go and I just leave. understand the immune system. So yeah. whatever. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know. <laughs> that's the other thing too. I got to say, man, the other thing, you know, it's again, it's all bro science. Just like a lot of their shit is bro science because a lot of these, most of these people are just like us. They're not fucking doctors or whatever. No, they're, they're not. So immune system, right? Like, I mean, bro, like uh, with jujitsu and MMA, grappling, whatever, you're you're constantly, or just you, can, even if you just do Muay Thai, you're you're the way we we breathe and suck air in through our mouth and push air through, like for you're talking about just for Muay Thai, um, and and when you're hit, you're just hitting pads the sweat you hit a pad and sweat like a mist flies through the air yeah. you're if you wind up in in the clinch even like for muay thai you're connected right you know like you're and with grappling you're constantly like dude my garage like when you came to train it's that's puddles of sweat and we're all rolling around and yeah we're exchanging like sweat with each other and we're breathing and in this closed space is like i mean again it's just bro science but like i think that our immune systems are probably somewhat stronger and all this suppressing like stay away stay inside it's so crazy it's like dude i try to be and i mean they they came out and said you know like the vitamin d is like super important right so it's like being in the sun and it's proven that the uv rays kills the virus so like if you're out in the sun and you're spending time outside, like that's a good thing. But then also if you're constantly inside, not around people and you're breathing in the same air, circulating air, like that can't be good. That no. can't be good. And that's like what's being recommended. And if you think about it, the mask over your face, even if they say, Oh, it doesn't, it's, it's not, it's not bad for you or there's no proven fact. Well, if you're outside and you're getting fresh air and that's better and that's proven as opposed to being inside, then a mask over your face is like basically like an even, it's like a multiplication of being inside. It's a tiny yeah. little bubble over your face and you're breathing the same shit in over and over again. And I just. Dude, easy know, on the dude. bro science, easy on the total brilliant logic. But bro science stuff. Well, there. the reason why I preface <laughs> it is because I don't I don't want to ever sound like I'm really care. I try to be careful, bro, because I don't I want, you know, like even if only like a couple people listen to this, I don't I don't want people to think like I think I know it all. Yeah. I don't, you know, yeah. that's the only reason why, you know, I just don't so- respect I don't respect any of the people like the uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not a fan of the I don't respect the people who people are using as health professionals like and you know they're all like these mainstream doctors who you know are very cozy with government officials and who have been involved in the government stuff and world health organization and cdc all the same players for decades now as like pharmaceutical companies have hijacked america and it's like these are the same spokespeople over and over and over saying the same stuff that's led to America being the most incredibly unhealthy country on the planet. Like, I mean, why would I respect those people? That doesn't make any sense to me from the jump. So ready. So I I got something for you ready. So like there's people right now that probably hear you say that and be like, they're doctors. They're super smart. They have all this science, you know, it's like bat science back, blah 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 and you said you don't respect some of these people 
And when you said that, I thought of some of the, like I posted something, it was like images of the different like health inspectors for like LA and New York and and they all look like dog shit, right? Yeah. They're like these fat, like gross, pale, they look depressed, so on and so forth. And then, and then there's these people that might be listening that say like, they're doctors, scientific, da 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 Now, here's my, here's my like, to, to kind of co-sign what you're saying, um, not to be like an echo chamber, but like, then you look at everyone that, uh, most of the people who I've seen who are like, you know, talking about the immune system and building your immune system and being outside and making sure you have, you know, your you know, you, you have the right vitamins in your diet and you're getting enough vitamin D and vitamin C and all this stuff. And dude, most of those people look fucking amazing. Yeah. Now, if we just dumb shit down, right? Like, we're going to like, listen to like these people, they're, they're vibrant, they're in shape, they're healthy, they're reasonable, they're not making demands, you know, they're just, they're just putting stuff out there. Like tons of people in the jujitsu community, they look fucking great, you know? Right, and the exactly. other thing is there's people that are getting it. Dude, look at like a couple of cards ago, like when Jacare tested positive. Dude, that guy yeah. could have, that guy could still destroy worlds and he had it. Like, it, it's not that, that's, then you, then you really go back to like, what are we really, t- I'm not saying that Nana or Pop Pop isn't going to die from it. I'm not saying that. But I, what I'm saying is the general person could have it and be fine. And then there's general person who might get really sick too. I'm not saying, I'm just, I'm just saying like, it's just so unreasonable, man. And, and you're right about like the whole like big pharma thing. Like people will say that's like a conspiracy. It's like, no, whenever you have money involved in things and positions of power, shit gets really weird. Yeah. Like, I mean, really how about weird. America is one of two countries on the planet where you can actually advertise for pharmaceutical companies on the television. Like, yeah. I mean, why do people not question like, how am I a conspiracy theorist for making that point? Or, how about the fact that every single time you turn on any channel, regardless of who it is, what is, you know, what is the commercial going to be? Who's the biggest, highest spending commercial? It's all of these freaking pharmaceutical companies, you know, it's, and it's like it's very strange. It's there's very no strange. conspiracy like theory about that. Like there is an actual conspiracy and an exchange of money being made between the TV companies who promote and who even if like everything they said to us was true, right? That what they don't say is, is a lot, and like the omission by not saying and by the, the, is a, it's a lie, right? Like the lie by omission, yeah. as they yeah, say. Yeah, lying by omission is lying. You, that's actually like a behavioral, like a term in behavioral health and psychology. Like whenever you leave out information, like knowingly, yeah. you're you're lying, and yeah. people don't want to because you're not overtly doing it. It's still a lie. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, sometimes I turn the, you know, I, I, rare, I really rarely turn the news on, but sometimes I get on there and I'm like, how is this news? You know, like there's so many other things that affect our lives and this thing, whatever name it, I don't know. It's, is news, you know, like that's, you know, so like the idea that I'm once again, a conspiracy theorist, it's like, I think conspiracies exist and I just, I'm not one to like promote any of the theories. The only ones I'll promote are the ones that I can show you exist. Like those are, you know, and those are ones like, so yeah, that's the other big thing about this whole virus thing. And 
you know, it's, it's sort of it's like my brother the other day was talking about, you know, possibly giving it to our papa. And so he started wearing a mask in the house. And, you know, I, I just said to him, I was like, you know, if you look at the numbers, you know, well, first of all, if you look at your papa's behavior, he has been to the store every single day for this whole time. You know, he's been in front of the doctor and nurse every single day after their shifts. Like, if he's going to get it, he's going to get it. Like, that's that's just a fact, you know, like, but like, if you look at the numbers, why is it that you're wearing the mask? You know, the only reason you're wearing a mask is because something on the TV told you to, because we have an exchange of viruses and bacteria with each other all the time. And yeah. you've just decided that this is the one, you know, that that you're going to put a mask on for. And it's like, you know, we had, you know, our grandma died years and years and years ago. And like, it's like a lot of people who get cancer and stuff, it ends up being the weakened immune system that what ends up killing them is like some sort of pneumonia or something like that. And I was just, I was just making the point to him. I was like, you know, back when grandma died and, you know, the cancer ate away at her and then she finally died. What if, what if it was your fault? What if a visit to the friends, you know, you went and brought home a virus that her immune system couldn't quite handle? And he was like, damn, man, that's that's dark. And I'm like, yeah, but that's the point. Like, you never were going to wear a mask back then. And nobody would have ever guilted you into wearing a mask by trying to say that you killed your grandma a decade ago by bringing a virus home. Like, nobody would have ever said that in the past. And yet, you know, here we are saying that to guilt people now over a virus that statistically doesn't look much worse than many of the other ones. So, yeah. And I mean, when you and also when you break down statistics, you know, people are talking about, you know, you like to. there's a lot of these numbers about cases and there's a lot of numbers about worldwide. You know, you know, I might be an asshole, but like we should all worry about our country, you know, like. The worldwide thing, like everyone, personally, I think everyone should just worry about their country. So first, when these numbers are reported, as soon as they say worldwide, I don't even listen. I just yeah. wipe that one away. Then when they talk about cases, I wipe that away because that's like, like cases. Okay, whatever. Let's talk about deaths. And then the number is 150,000 people, right? Yeah. And then that number is so like, call me an asshole. It's inflated. It's massively inflated because. People are dying with like elderly folks are dying all the time with things like pneumonia. And they just if they even if they're tested positive for covid, it's like there's pre-existing things where the average individual isn't going to you know die from. They, they have other problems. There's uh, they're massively overweight or they have diabetes or they have a, a problem with their immune system or they have pneumonia or they have a, a respiratory infection, existing respiratory, whatever. So it's like even if that number is 150, it's probably more like 50,000 were just like straight deaths. And I'm just mm -hmm. totally like spitballing here. But it's like it's just so it just doesn't in the big scheme of things. It's like there's been such bigger problems like last year, 300,000 people died of obesity or something. I yeah. don't know the exact number. And it's like, why are we not f shutting down McDonald's, shutting down fast food chains, uh, you know, uh, telling the CDC going on saying people need to start fasting one day a week and, and like, you yeah. know, you, soda, you know, but I mean, it's a free country. So if people want to eat like shit, I mean, I don't, I don't recommend that because I believe. Yeah, but I mean, there's you, another, if, you know, an issue there, you, you know, you get the advertising. Like if you, 
you seem to have taken psychology, you know, whatever that's your major or something crazy like that. And, you know, you took all those classes showing you the advertising techniques and how they use psychological techniques to get you, you know, like Americans are bombarded with psychological techniques every day to convince them to make bad choices. So it's like, you know, why don't we do something simple like not let these companies do things like that? But you, you can't, you know, it's like, yeah, well, because it's money at the end of the day, yeah. money, you know, money is like ruin everything. And, you know, these guys don't care. Like, dude, think about it. Like you could have a guy who's like super woke, like super like he's like drinking kombucha and talking about his gut health <laughs> or whatever. And he's doing maybe he does. um yoga and he's like he even he has friends that do jujitsu and he's like totally understands all these things but he's a he's a big high up in the corporate ladder of a fast food company and this dude's got like a boat you know and he's got like a big ass summer house you think he's gonna be like you know what we need to make a commercial and tell people you know like he, he works for wendy's i'm just like hypothetical right he's yeah. high up he makes like a couple couple hundred grand a year and he's like you know what? Um, I think we should make a commercial telling people about like gut health and their immune system. Nah, he's like, <laughs> we gotta get our numbers up. I'm trying to get that. I'm trying to get a Range Rover, bro. You know, like yeah. even if he's super, that's the problem is money. You know, and it's yeah, it's the same thing with like control. You know, it's like there's these certain factors that are just like gonna be in play that just suck that fuck things up. People want to control situations. People want to make money completely unrelated, but I'm saying like people wanting to make money are they're going to be like, Hey man, it's every man for himself. That's up to them to figure out, you know, yeah. the guy, the all the people that want to maintain control that don't want their grandfather to get sick are going to do these certain things, but not realize, Hey, you're wearing a mask, but we're not wiping everything down or we're not wearing the mask hundred percent of the time. So now we're going to wipe everything down, wear a mask hundred percent of the time, do all this stuff. And still, like, you're trying to sterilize your environment. You're trying to control things. And then there's so many unknown factors. Maybe you're actually making it worse because the immune system's getting weaker because all you're doing is – it's like babies. They say, like, you know, baby needs to get fresh air. You don't want to, like, like, wipe everything down with Clorox all the time. There's a certain healthy amount of exposure that even doctors will say, like, a baby needs – Right. And it's like, are we going to just like not do that? Like, I don't I don't understand. Like, are we looking at long term or like, what's the deal? We're going to just sanitize everything constantly and potentially make a weak immune system to avoid well, one. There's, there's no potential, man. That's, you know, that's the sanitizer shit is it's horrible. You know, yeah. uh, I had a guy, uh, an Irish guy who had from jujitsu he was asking last night some smart people he was looking for smart people to answer rather and he was asking whether or not you know gyms who are you know trying to up their cleanliness if they are going to be more likely to have like you know a ringworm running around the place and he said you know when i dm'd him just kind of saying that you know, it would it would it would follow logically that that would be the case that, you know, because like a weed or like, you know, any sort of thing like that, the more you try to get rid of it, the, the stronger it grows back. Or, you know, that's why hospitals are trying to limit their antibiotic use because they're developing 
you know, bacteria that are resistant to it. Like, so similar to that, we have a situation where, you know, our gym's going to be a problem for having these, you know, rashes and stuff. And I was like, yeah, like that would seem, that would seem to make sense. sense. I was like, but of course I'm not one of the big brain people you should be asking. So I was like, hopefully somebody else gives you a legit answer, but it just seems to make sense that that's the case. We're just making, making all the wrong moves really. And, you know, then you got arrogant, unhealthy people who want to, you know, run their mouth on the internet and convince everybody that, you know, that the majority think like them is, you know, that's how it goes. But yeah, yeah. it's wild, dude. Yeah, the it internet is, is a, a scary place, man. I've been trying to like limit, you know, like what I, what I even like read because it's just, there's, again, I, I, I think that's going to be like the next big thing that gets like talked about or, or it's just become something that people become aware of is like, cause right. is like how, how we don't know how social media is affecting us. Like, it's kind of like the whole thing with vaccines is like how, the unknown is like, yeah, it, it's like a vaccine. Like the, even with science and everything is like, there are things that, that could be found out later. You, we might find out in 50 years that the flu shots were giving is what was giving everybody cancer, you know? Like, and I know that's yeah. like a big extra- extrapolation and people yeah, I get, your point, get upset, yeah. but I think that's going to be the next thing is that like social media and the internet and the sharing of information is there. I think that, I think it's, it's like that double-edged sword. It's amazing. We're able to, you know, like I could say, Hey, like follow me on Instagram, B one nine S O U P. And, uh, if you want to train jujitsu, shoot me a message. And if we're in deep shutdown again, one day you can come to my garage. We communicate. We would have never been able to do that, you know, like in the past, but the other edge of the sword is the unknown. I don't think, I think, uh, uh, Jonathan Haidt, uh, he wrote a book, uh, what is it, The Coddling of the American Mind, and he goes into, like, a lot of statistics that show, like, the rise in social media use, and then, like, especially for kids, like, what what it's done to them, um, and it's not good, and then I read, what is it, Generation I, or Generation, I don't know what it is, but, like, it's the generation who have been, you know, raised on these phones, and, like, the statistics on a lot of these different things is just not a good, you know, I think we know enough, but what you're saying is that we'll start talking about that. You think? Yeah, I think it's gonna, or or something, or or information is gonna come to light that's basically saying that it's that there's that something is bad or there's some sort of. I, I know that there already is information about negative effects, but like I think there's gonna be something like blaring because it just seems like there's too. It just seems too too positive there's got to be a counterweight of like being able to share information at the rate that we do yeah um i think it's it's the way it just affects us i think i mean so much of we're so interconnected like rioting protesting um agreeing disagreeing through social media it's like it's something that we've never had before. Like we were talking about from an evolutionary perspective, how we're all like way less evolved than we like to think we are. And then you just throw this, this tool in the mix. And it's like, you know, it's good. We use it. It makes life easier. You could just, you know, order food or whatever, find out anything 
at, you know, just by Googling it. I just think there's, there's gotta be something, some sort of uh, negative side to that. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I hope um, not, but it just seems like it, it seems I, like I, the most likely thing. I just think all, like all of the, um, you know, mental issues that our society faces, the, the instability in people's psyche, uh, is a lot to do with, with this, you know, overloaded instant gratification type situation. You know, we, we, we've programmed ourselves, you know, I, I, I think of it, uh, in relation to like my kids and how, when we have days where they'll be able to sneak up and sneak uh, in to watch the TV before I notice where they're at, like their behavior is different than on days where we get up and like we slowly work our way into the day and we get onto the structure because, and, and my theory on that, or based on what I, you know, heard smarter people talk about is that the stimulation that these screens and the the information and the flashing and the colors do to our minds is like it you know it's something it's almost like a drug and you have you you know when you turn it with the turn the source off like your brain still wants it you know so like my my kids start acting crazy almost like they've just been given like some sugar or something and uh like I, i just i see that you know, that can't be good, like, to be so heavily addicted to this, you know, gotta have the information, you know, stuff, and then also be able to, to live a productive life, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I agree, it's just, something, something just, I think it's one of those things, like, how, how we were saying how there's certain things you could do to achieve, like, a certain mental state that are healthy, like the eating the ice cream, a bad, bad one, going to train jujitsu, good one, or yeah. um, walking on the, along the beach or going for a hike, good, good one. And then like eating ice cream or looking at the phone, like bad one. Right. And it's like, yeah. it's just, um, I just, like you said, like the looking at the lights and the reactions that we're getting from it. It's like, I don't know. It's, 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 it honestly scares me. Like there's times I literally think about like, and it's almost like you can't, because I was going to say, I literally think about getting rid of it completely, but it's yeah. become so your banking information, your, um, a- everything is just in, in your hand and you can't, it's really hard to disconnect. I mean, the, the only way really would be to do kind of like what you're already doing. You talked about, you know, you have, you're living out in a very, uh, isolated area you're starting to farm if you become self completely self-sustaining then maybe you wouldn't need you know a phone right yeah it's like not everyone's gonna do that you know it's like learning it's basically learning how to live with this new completely new thing you know yeah that's that's the question can we can we learn how to actually live with it without it ruining us because it is gonna ruin us and if careful. I had to make if I had to make a bet, my answer would be no, because, look, we're trying to learn how to live with again, back to the whole like evolutionary thing. We're learning how to live with all these we like cars or uh, all these things. And we don't even know if we're like really I mean, argument could be made that we're successful with all these new implements that we have. But are we really? It almost seems like everything comes full circle that we're, that people are going to wind up going back to the like 
the old way way of of doing things or or, yeah. or the purest form seems to be the answer yeah it's um it's it's an interesting time man it's um and then it's like maybe we're just maybe you and i are just thinking way too hard about all this stuff there might be someone listening and just going like damn these guys need to chill out what's, <laughs> what's the deal like <laughs> uh, yeah probably probably yeah. well if they got this far into it, yeah i was just wondering about your you know like the next few months the next couple of years or whatever of jujitsu how you think that's gonna look for you i mean um so like with 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 everything going on i unless things got like super horrific i mean business as usual still gonna train um train at gyms when they're open um like i, I mentioned earlier i'm training at, at uh, mike surge's gym like a competition uh style gym a lot of heavy on the gi but uh a lot of i mean just a ton of knowledge like i love training there uh it's really like hard training a lot of rounds but he's very technical uh he's just a great coach i was when i first started training there i was actually worried about the fact that it was heavier on the gi and like more emphasis on the competition style because i like you know i like mma sparring i like the self-defense aspect and the, the truth is, is he's actually really knowledgeable with those things um it just from the outside looking in you just see like you know that heavy on the gi ibj a lot of ibjjf competing but yeah. he's got such a like a versatile versatile style and students that uh like training partners that are just like outstanding um and uh i forget where i was going with this but basically <laughs> um i am just talking about where you're going in the future of your jiu-jitsu yeah, here i think that like with training no matter no matter what what's going on and like i said unless it's really bad we're still always going to train i'll always invite people over to train in my garage as well um but in regards to like competing i mean i've competed a little bit in the past i really don't like competing and i do it because i don't like it because i'm i'm that type where i feel like if if i don't like something or there's like hesitation that that's like the direction i should go um yeah but I really, for me, training is just like, I'm obsessed with it. I love to, I love training and, um, it's, there's not really like a, uh, an end goal. Like I don't, I don't, I find that the more competitive I am, the worse I do. It's really weird. Like, um, the more relaxed I am, uh, when I'm rolling or sparring or whatever is like, I actually do better. But I think competing is a good a good tool uh, to highlight. Like for me, it's like I highlight my weaknesses um, and my fear. You know, you're always, you 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 make it into this big thing in your head that it's like this big deal. You know, to compete. You know, you wanna you wanna represent and you wanna look good and you wanna prove that your all your training means something. But jujitsu is like so much more than that for me. It's more like you know like a tool that I use to better myself and a way. F for me to, you know, make friends. Honestly, I've made so many friends and my training partners mean like so much to me. And the self-defense aspect is really like what's important to me. Um, but I probably will compete, um, again, uh, just cause again, it's like, if I don't want to do something cause I don't, then I'll like feel like I have to do it. Um, yeah. and, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I have thought a little bit about um, doing an MMA fight because I love MMA sparring. Like, I yeah. love it so much. I love, like, how free it is. Like, I like the um, – I feel like when you – jiu-jitsu is – was created, like – you know, for self-defense, like how to deal with somebody trying to really mess you up. And, um, I find that, and I think a lot of people that do a lot of jujitsu, but also do MMA, they, you notice that when people are trying to hit you, um, it actually creates jujitsu. Uh, it's like yeah. this really weird thing that happens. Like a perfect example is like, I don't like to play guard when I'm doing MMA sparring, obviously, but like if you're, if you have someone in your closed guard, and they bring their arm back to hit you and you use your like wrist control and kind of a knee shield. There's like this triangle that's right there. And I hate right. triangles. Right. Um, but that's like an example of kind of like I, that's kind of why I love MMA sparring, because I find that I love jujitsu so much. And I'm actually able the world of jujitsu gets like like the options get bigger and more available when the um, the sparring is more free. And yeah. I think like a fight is like the freest form of that. But obviously the fear of losing and the fear of I Dude, honestly, you should do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like you the thing, you know. But but the, the other thing too is like um I hate the build up, you know, like even competing in like a jujitsu tournament, like when you know it's coming in a couple months and then you drive all the way there and the waiting and I hate I hate all of that, but that's yeah. more the reason why I think I should why? do it. What's your what's your issue there? So I, I like to be, I love, I try to be present in life and whenever like something's coming up, it like stop it. Um, it's my own bullshit, but it, it gets in the way of me being present. I'm always like mm. looking at this thing. I love just like waking up, living life, doing the things I need to do. And then I go train and it's like, it helps me live in the day, you yeah. know, like more be in the day. Even when I train, like at night, I'm usually thinking all day about going to train Whereas if I train <laughs> earlier in the day, like that's, uh, it's not as common, but it's, yeah. uh, I really like that, but I just love being present and I love like, you know, everyone talks about getting in the flow state, like when you're training and that, that I know that, you know, the feeling of like, you're just like high, like even if you get completely smashed and crushed, you're sitting on the mat, you're covered in sweat. And it's like, it's almost like you're seeing stars, not from getting choked out. Like you're like, you're you're almost like buzzing. You're like vibrating yeah. kind of, you know, like I love that feeling. Um, yeah, man. And I think for some people, it's like they want to be a champion. They want to beat people. They want to win. They want to be the guy with the hand up. And it's for me, it's more just like I'm like a nerd. I love to train, you know, so. Yeah. Um, I'm more yeah, of uh, the competition with myself kind of thing. Like I really I think that uh, when you're young, you can like want to compete against everybody around you. But as you get older, you know, if you're not Michael Jordan, like you start to have to accept that there's a lot of people out there better than you and that, you know, maybe striving to, you know, have a better dunk than LeBron is not my way. So maybe just, you know, get better than I am every day. And jujitsu offers me that like a lot and it pushes me to be, you know, just better at everything because... It's just a grind, you know, it's just, yeah. it's a good simulation for life. It is, man. It's a beautiful thing. Like, I'm so like, honestly, man, jujitsu is like, I don't, I don't know like what I'd be 
I don't know. I'm, I'm just so grateful that I was exposed to it. And I, I, can I like shout out my, my coaches? To do your thing. Yeah. So like, um, Brunim Bastos at American top team, Alton Barbosa and Steve Bruno, who's like the striking coach. He's like an MMA coach there. But the first two guys are just, uh, jujitsu black belt coaches. Those three guys, like when I first started and all of the people like blue belts, purple belts, brown belts that showed me so much. Um, there's a black belt older guy named Chuck. They call him Chuck the truck at top team. And there's so many like Bob DeLuca, like all these guys that they didn't need to do anything for me. And they would like pull me aside and show me things. And um, I'm like so grateful for them. Like uh, I just want to shout those guys out. And obviously Mike Surge here now, everyone I've ever trained with you, anyone at all. I just like, I feel like I can't talk about jujitsu and how much I love it unless I mention those people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, cause it's like, it's not me. It's like all the people, you yeah. know, I think that's the other reason why I think we all love it so much is like, it's just this sick community. And like, it really is so cool that we have it. Like, it's just crazy, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, hey, I really, really appreciate you uh, coming on here and doing this. And I, even more so, I told you this before, but you know, that, that whole quarantine stuff with some dark times and I appreciate you opening up, you know, and doing your little underground thing. That was amazing. Um, yeah, man. Dude, so, yeah, I remember when you. we trained at that one gym when the, the, the windows were covered and I remember, I think I, I, I think you said something like that. You were like, man, this, this whole thing's just been hard and it's just so good to train. And yeah. as soon as you said that, I was like, dude, I know exactly what this guy means. And like a lot of people, I think most people felt that way. And you yeah. were just open enough to say it. And when I was walking yeah, to my yeah. car, I was like, I got to tell this guy we're training in my garage, too, because, yeah, man, it's like, like, that's that's what it's all about, dude, is that, you know, the worst, like the like the hardest times jujitsu is there. Like I could my wife could leave me. My dog, my dog died recently. Like and jujitsu, the mats are there. You know, it's like. Yeah, we're all we're all so lucky that jujitsu exists. You know? I know for real, man. It's it's an amazing thing for sure. Yeah. But yeah, well, hey, thank you, thank you again, and uh, dude, we'll absolutely, have to do it again this sometime, was, man. Dude, even forget about the podcast. Just talking about all this shit is like awesome. It's so yeah, cool, man. It's fun. Yeah. It sure is. But all right, bro. Well, yeah, yo, stay in touch, man. And uh, yeah, man, for sure. Wish you the best, dude. I hope we will talk soon. You too, man. Take care of yourself. All right, brother. Later. Right, see ya.